Everyday Dating, it's lovely to have you with us. Um, this is our little 20-minute podcast, uh, just thinking through some of the issues that perhaps uh, you may be facing as a dad in the 21st century, um, certainly issues that we're facing, not that we're sitting here as experts, uh, which is a couple of chumps who are trying to work it out alongside you guys. So my name's Robin, and I'm one of your co-hosts, along with my friend over here. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm still here. Uh, I'm excited to be here on this seasonal special. There, there, there will be Bells in the background, I'm sure, by the time we get through the post-edit. <laughs> That'll be lovely. We, we need a little bit of Christmas cheer, don't we? So I don't know how you're feeling about Christmas, particularly as a dad. Maybe you're um, a bit overwhelmed uh, or you're, you know, the, the bank balance is looking a bit thin or whatever it might be. But um, uh, we're here to, uh, uh, we're with you. We're here to talk you talk it through with you and uh, and have some fun as well. And um, we've got to start with a, with a dad joke. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you've got a seasonal dad joke for us, uh, Ben, have you? Well, yeah, I'll do, I'll do my best. Um, uh, do you know what I found today? Someone has replaced my passport photo with a picture of a seasonal fruit and marzipan cake. I think, I think my identity has been stolen. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's, uh, I don't know what to say about that. It's not a bad effort for seasonal humour. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So um, what we're going to talk about on this episode is um, something called Elf on the Shelf. Um, and uh, I don't know if you've come across Elf on the Shelf before. When we were talking about this, Ben, you had never heard of Elf on the Shelf. It was like news to you. It was. It, um, I, you were speaking a different language. Um, and then... Uh, you know, I looked. Uh, I went online and I found the website and the extraordinary range of merchandise, and I was amazed that I'd missed out on this cultural moment. Um, uh, and then I uh, sat down at the dinner table with my family late on the evening. I said to the kids, "Any of you guys come across Elf on the Shelf?" And like, yeah, 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 yeah. And all their classrooms at school have got one, and they've had the story books, and they, you know, at school, and it's uh, all their friends have got, and it, it, it's massive, isn't it? It's is huge. It is. Big business, and is it what's their phrase? Is something like kind of establishing family traditions since 2015, or <laughs> something like that? <laughs> it's kind of a, it's really. But if you if you don't know what Elf on the Shelf is, basically, this there's this little elf um, who you buy along with the book, and the elf each day is hiding somewhere, and the kids need to find this elf, but the elves job is to watch everything the children do and report back to Santa as to whether they've been good boys and girls or bad boys and girls. And uh, and so it's a kind of extension of the whole Santa thing, but adding in a playfulness and a mischievousness where perhaps, you know, there wasn't quite so much before other than Rudolph getting annoyed with his other reindeers or whatever it might be. Um, is that about right, Ben? Is that what you've... Well, ha- having looked into I mean, yeah, a, a Christmas tradition since, you know, 2012 or whatever. Um, so it's obviously a big part of uh, the magic of the season. Um, uh-huh. I, I guess I, I'd ask if, the, you know, do the... Do these scout elves um, have up-to-date DBS checks? It sounds like quite a strange <laughs> thing to me. Um, That's a very important question. 
you know, and and if and and the flaw for me is that um, if you don't have an elf, does Santa just does he assume you're naughty? Or does he assume that you're nice? If there's no one reporting back, is there a default position? Yeah, would you? Because um, I think I think that would be curious. Because otherwise, you know, that would be the solution, wouldn't it? If the default position is you are nice, then don't get yourself an elf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably right. But I, I, mean, I was gobsmacked by it. You look at the, the the level of merchandise and the range of different kinds of elves and elf puppy friends. Uh, you can have an elf pet. Um, uh, I mean, it's all about the magic of Christmas and making loads of money. Isn't yeah, it? my word. They've they've not. It's not that they've spotted a niche. They've kind of driven a wedge to create a niche to then um, milk it. But, I mean, oh, sorry, we're sounding really negative, aren't we? And I have to say, for the last few years, when my kids have come home, like, Elf on the Shelf, and, like, I've, I've been a bit bar humbug. Um, it, because it's the whole extension of the Santa myth, it's all kind of works righteousness. Um, uh, it, it, it kind of leaves me cold. I'm a bit of a cynic when it comes to these things. But I've had to kind of, I've, I've had to stop and think, actually, you know, Christianly, what do we do about this? Because if, if you do a quick Google search of Elf on the Shelf Christian opinions or, or, or whatever, there's just a whole bunch of blogs going, this is terrible, you know, isn't this awful? And, you know, it's totally against grace. And, you know, we must kind of smash and burn the elves, which seems probably a little bit over the top. I think there are issues that we can bring out of it as parents, because unless you're kind of hiding in a hole, uh, away from the world, as you know, Ben. Obviously, you were. Um, y- your kids are going to come across them, and we've got to, you know, we- we've got to deal with it. We've got to talk about it, and we've got to engage with it. I think. Yeah, for sure, and yeah, it's a lovely hole to live in. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> people are welcome to come and join me in my cultural black spot. Um, do people in your cultural black black spot? Do people still make Christmas presents for each other uh, rather than buy them? Uh, yes, and um, yeah, in the bottom of your stocking, uh, you get a satsuma and a piece of coal. Um, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, Christmas exactly. on Christmas on the American frontier in the nineteenth century. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, let's just back up a minute. A minute ago, we, yeah, if we had a klaxon to go off, it would have gone off. You mentioned works righteousness. Yeah, got. Give, give us an explanation of that. What give us a? You know, what, what do you mean when you say works righteousness? Well, I mean it's the classic kind of if you're a good boy or a good girl, then you know you'll get your Christmas presents. You know, God will be pleased with you. If you're a bad girl or bad boy, your Christmas presents are removed, which, let's face it, they never are. I've only ever known one person to remove Christmas presents for bad behaviour, um, and uh, that didn't go down well with the parents. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's a kind of false threat, and I think kids know it, but it's based on the on the, on, on the, on the, on the on the whole sense of you need to be a good boy or a good girl to get to get the blessing. Uh, whereas as, as Christians, we we live by grace. We know we are. You know, if, if there was an genuinely, if there was an elf watching us, he would we we would not get any Christmas presents. Um, and, and that leads us a little bit into obviously kind of God's omniscience. Actually, there is someone who you know, knows whether we've been naughty or nice and, and, and watches us and knows everything about us, but is a loving heavenly father rather than a slightly mischievous elf. And thank goodness for that. Well, and also, what does God, in his omniscience, uh, God's decision is is to pour out blessing. Yeah. 
And that's the remarkable thing of the gospel, isn't it? Is that we're stuck, we're actually God does know everything about us. And yet, whilst we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. Actually, in, God, as he sees everything and knows everything, decides to step into history and redeem it mm. and be merciful and pour on blessing after blessing and lavish grace on us, uh, which is strikes me as a better story than Elf on the Shelf. <laughs> Isn't it funny how God has a better story than the human beings who have made something up? Uh, but, but I guess it's because... Because the elf on the shelf is so ubiquitous that, you know, as you say, they have them all in their classrooms. We we need to be we need to be asking them and, and you know, drawing that parallel um, and engaging with them on that level of kind of actually, yeah, do you know what? There is there is someone who knows your deeds and yet loves you and sent his son for you. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it's, it's a great way, isn't it, of talking about the, the, the greatest stories. That's what we're. As we keep saying on this, but all the time, that's that is our our desire for our kids. Isn't it? They they grow up to know and love them, um, love the Lord Jesus, and actually, it, 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 to some extent, this is an open door, isn't it? Um, in terms of, well, okay, this is interesting, but you know, what what do you think would actually happen if an elf actually did report back what they saw to Santa? Do you think you'd get any presents? You know, there is the kind of because um, I don't know about you. Know, Mike, they know it. They know it's a game. They know it's not a serious thing because that threat actually isn't there. So, so perhaps it's perhaps it's not all bad. Yeah. Well, as in grace triumphs. Hmm. Maybe that's interesting. That, that's that is interesting. Yes, I hadn't considered a lot of that. Uh, I mean, it, the other interesting thing is actually, can it? Can we redeem Elf on the shelf? Um, it, because essentially, uh, at its heart, it's a mischievous elf that's hiding, and, you, and the kids have got to find it. So you know, there are various suggestions online. Some of them slightly twee of what you could do with this hiding elf. You know, maybe he's got a, a prayer list, or he's got a you know a memory verse, or whatever. I mean, I immediately wonder. You know, if you're starting at the beginning of Advent, and it's a bit late for that this year, I recognise. But you know, having a, a list of Advent readings that you do together as a family, and every day the kids have got to find the elf hiding with that day's advent reading uh, and so gradually you know the the elf learns the christmas story along with you and how you know the greatest story is that jesus has come into the world to save sinners of whom i'm the worst you know um so i think um there are ways of of redeeming the elf um each year uh it just it needs a little bit of creativity and imagination uh to to do that as a family um and and perhaps kind of hiding our heads in the sand and pretending there's no such thing and, you know, just ignore it. It may not be the the most helpful thing for our children who are going to come across it anyway. Yeah, I mean, just to clarify, um, you're talking about redeeming elf on the shelf as a concept, not actually redeeming the elf. <laughs> that would be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of context, some of that could have sounded quite strange. But the... <laughs> Look, boys and girls, the elf has become a Christian. <laughs> um I mean, ultimately, yeah, it's a, it's a fun game of hide and seek, yeah, to some extent, isn't it? Which could be, you know, part of a routine, you know, part of building in a a routine at Christmas time and in, and enjoying uh, Advent and the build up to Christmas and, and all that is because you know, I don't know, you know, 
kids love it and they love the excitement of that. And we don't yeah. want to, I mean, what would, what would be the danger then of kind of just going down the, it's evil, it's taking away from the story, get rid of it. Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? I wonder if the danger is simply they will find the joy of that particular aspect elsewhere. And if if the home becomes a more kind of dour place than the school, then they'll you know they'll they'll learn they'll learn about the world uh, they'll learn about God more from the school than they will from the home. Uh, or you know they've got the, the Christian faith or the Christian story. The Christmas story is 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 one of you know, solemn seriousness and and uh, uh, and dullness rather than one of delight and joy and and and, and fun even. Yeah, yeah, because we we of all people should be making the most of Christmas. Mm. Yeah, this isn't yeah this isn't um, yeah the holiday season. It, it, this is this is not a a secular thing that we're getting involved with. This is this is our festival. It, yeah. this is our celebration. We we know the big story, and so actually we yeah our homes through Advent, in the build-up to Christmas, and all of that should be places of celebration and joy and feasting and partying and and, and all those things. Um, so I guess, we, yeah, we just got to be, if we, if we become that kind of Scrooge type that's always, yeah, well, the world gets it wrong and we're going to keep mm-hmm. Christmas the way we should really keep Christmas, which is just by, you know, da, 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 da. Uh, we've kind of missed the point, haven't we? Like we've got to give our kids some credit. They know there isn't an elf watching them. They, they, they I mean, I mean, I think they know that Santa's not really going to come and give them presents. Um, yeah, that spoiler alert. Even if they think, even if they still believe in Santa, they know that this little character that that you're putting on a shelf isn't really an elf. You know, they they know that that's part of the conceit um, behind it. Um, but yeah. Therefore, exactly. Why not have fun? Yeah, enjoy, enjoy, but just enjoy a story, enjoy a game. Yeah, you know, as a way. And I think, yeah, as you said, you, we can tee it up as just part of the part of the morning routine. Where's this funny little elf thing gone? If if if, if the kids want to get involved in it, and that, then I think it certainly seems to be a usable thing. Um, yeah. I mean, they're quite frightening little things looking at images. <laughs> well, there is that. But, uh, well, yeah, we, I don't think we can change that. Happy Day, Daddy. So with all of these things, there, there, there will always be ways in which our culture tries to create the festival to distract from the true story. And we, and we just have we have to be wise about how how much we invest in that. If Christmas becomes all about Elf on the Shelf, then yeah, we've missed the point. But actually, mm. perhaps there's no reason why you know if your school's into it and the kids are excited, if it helps build up excitement and gives you an opportunity to tell the real story, then may, yeah, maybe there's something to be to be said for getting on board. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we'd be losing a fighting battle potentially to ignore it and just to mm. pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. Elf on the shelf, nailed. Not to the <laughs> shelf. Not to the shelf because he moves around. <laughs> or her. I think you can get a her elf.
Again. by the looks of it. Um, and a reindeer and a St. Bernard puppy. But who knows how that fits into the story. But um, we'll leave that to you to investigate. That's pretty much all we've got time for on this uh, short little Christmas special. Um, do stay in touch with us. And check out the website, everydaydadding.com. And uh, you can be in touch with us by emailing everydaydadding at gmail.com. Um, have a great Christmas. Uh, we will see you in the new year. okay doesn't it yeah it'll be fine yeah i think that all no, no one is sat there going i wish ben and robin talked more <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking that yeah. <laughs>